the ZZ Talk with Zeus. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Stop. My bad. My bad, dog. Um, you know what? We've been here for so long, I forgot where we're at. I forgot it's... what we're doing. Uh, but you know what? I love that you just press record. So explain to people what's going on real fast. All right. So this is a episode of Aftermath. Got M16 and got our homeboy Zeus from the awesome podcast ZZ Talk. Give a shout out to my man Zeno out there also. So how does work sometimes when you're in this line of work or business or whatever you want to call it? You have guests and sometimes the scheduled guests don't show up on time. Things happen. That's fine. What you do when you have a talented person like my man Zeus right here, you improvise. And you make them the subject of it because Zeus is a very interesting cat. You know, he's got his own podcast. So we figured we'd have a little bit of word with him, get to know him a little bit better on a one-on-one basis. So Zeus, um, yeah. I know that, you know, I appreciate you, you know, coming on the show and everything. That Ain't no problem, man. You, we've been knowing each other for a, lo- for a long time. And we're actually having a moment where we're getting to know each other better and everything like that. So we've talked before with you being on the show Trying to put the Falcons into the into the screen. You know, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> but we've talked before about um, your journey into into podcasting. So I guess I wanted to ask when we start talking about doing a podcast and being able to get your thoughts out there. What's the I guess the biggest um, I guess I would say positive about being able to have your own platform where you can speak your mind about things and subjects that you're interested in without having to worry about somebody telling you how to speak about it. It's your platform. You can say what you want. How, how does that feel? Toward, how do you feel towards that? Hey, man. Awesome question. So before I go into that real quickly, I just want to say um, it's no big deal that, you know, what guests didn't work out, man, but I'm more than happy to talk to you. Honestly, both uh, M16 and I are going to say the same thing that I say with Zeno all the time. Really wish that we had been pressing record during the pre-production because we really did have a, a fun conversation about, you know, um, impact of music, our lives, our journeys. You know, it's just, just man, it was just two brothers talking, really. You yeah. know, it was, it was it was really cool, man. So uh, thank you for having me on. I was looking forward to it. Don't worry. There's going to be, there's definitely going to be a time where we get to collaborate again because um, M16, man, you guys are, M16 and uh, Easy in particular, right? Um, we have, fortunately, haven't had a chance to talk to other people on the radio show, man. We hope so one day. But you too, man. You guys are our podcast brothers, man. We, we, we appreciate you guys for all the help that you guys have done, man. You helped us a lot uh, and particularly helped Zeno with getting us on a podcast. We're on iTunes now. So if you guys um, who are listening, please look us up. ZZ Talk with Zeus and Zeno. Uh, but really appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm really happy to be here with you. And in response to your question, man, honestly – Having that platform was one of the biggest things that I was looking forward to with having that po- with a podcast, right? Because it's it's sometimes you feel like there's these conversations that you wish are being had, but they're not being had. So you're just like, you know what? You just got to do it yourself. You know, sometimes you got to do it yourself, and then at least at least if, at worst case scenario, if and I know you feel this sometimes, it's like if I'm just speaking into the void with my co-host and nobody's listening, it's all good. Cause at least I got something off my chest. Right. I got, I right. got to, I got to express my opinions about certain things. I, or, and even then the best thing is when you, you ever, you ever, and I'm sure you can speak on this. You have an idea of your opinion, but you really don't know how to express it. 
And it's not until you start talking about it with somebody else listening to you and yeah. watching you that it really, what's it called, that you realize, oh, now I'm formulating my idea behind this. Now I'm formulating this opinion and really getting it down. And then you have it recorded, you know? And, and I think that's the, honestly, that's the biggest positive to me is just that you you can at least get your ideas out there. We're, you and I are both podcast. Uh, I think we're both podcast junkies. Um, we listen to different types of podcasts. So, yep. and I, that's the ones that I love the most is I, I, I love the interview platform. I really do. But I also like the discussion platform. And that's the one thing is you also get to hear a lot of people talk about their different types of discussion. You might not agree with it 100%, but at least you get a good idea and a unique perspective on what other people are thinking. So for me, that's the biggest positive. It's just like you, you at least I get to express out that positive, that unique, my unique experience. And then people get to kind of know you a little bit through it and realize like, hey, man, people have layers in regards to certain things, you know? So that, that, I, I'd say that's the bi biggest positive is just people getting to... I mean to express my opinion on some things that I might not get a chance to express any other, any other area. And then, like you said, I can talk about it whichever way I want. No. Yeah. Cause you, you have no sense on it. It's your show. You know, you guys own it. Nobody can tell you what to say on the subject. You can do whatever you want. You're in control of the content. And just to piggyback off what you said, I just wanted to um, also reciprocate the fact that um, just like what you said, ZZ talk is like our, we're like tag team partners, you know, you and Zeno, you know, you, you are our guys and you know, it goes both ways because you guys are like one of the, the great things about the both of you is reliability, which is something that you can't put a price on, whether it's a podcast or real life. Like I said, hey, I need a host to jump in. Y'all was like, cool. You know, I asked Zeno, you know, to help me out with stuff. And it's like, no problem. All you got to do is ask about it. And it's a great asset to have from two great guys who always have something good to say, who always have something interesting to say. So it's good to have you guys like you know as friends of the show and it makes the difference especially when we all get together and we get to clowning you know it's 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 the best i mean so, you get to make fun of uh easy and uh and zeno's oh, love for fantasy, fantasy football, football. <laughs> so annoying but don't tell it to them it's still real to them but so so you've been at this for nearly a year now what would you say is like if somebody's starting a pie, what's the biggest challenge that someone would have to overcome if they're ready to jump out there, take the plunge, do a podcast? What's the one thing that you guys went one way and you would tell somebody, you know what, don't do it that way. You should probably do it this other way. It'll be easier on you. I would definitely try not to tell anybody, don't do it the way you want to do it. I'd say do it the way you want to do it. But the biggest thing that you have to, uh, that, that needs to be kind of, and I guess it's in life too, which is, you have to be willing to evolve. Me and Zeno, when we came up with this idea, we're still we still follow the basic formula that we want, which is basically we are um, where our, like as our tagline says, two guys, two normal guys that talk about everything and anything, you know, pop culture, entertainment, and a heavy dose of politics, you know, and we talk about these different things. But the way that we originally thought the idea, the show might have come out isn't exactly how it is, right? You, you know, like I was telling you in, uh, before, we thought about doing, we didn't know for sure if we were going to do weekly. So we did it weekly because when we started the show, football season was going on. And we, one of the biggest things was Falcons football, you know, uh, different. And, 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 and so we would talk about 
every week. So we would try to record every single week because then we started doing predictions. You know, we had no idea that we were going to do predictions at the very when we started the show. But we decided, you know what, let's do this with sad predictions. And then for a while, we had a thing called corrections, which is where we corrected um, maybe some mistakes that we did. But then that kind of went away. And it's just like it's you got to be willing to let your show evolve. You got to be willing to understand that. Look, you might have this idea in your head that this is how I want the show to be. But it might not be that way when when it's all said and done. At the end, it might switch up. I'm pretty sure you know you know this because I know that you said that your show is a lot different um, now than it was when uh, when the, there's certain episodes that you had to lock away in the vault. You know, so yes. <laughs> so it's just, that's the biggest thing I would tell them. It was like I was like, look, do your show the way you want to do it because it's your podcast. You can do it whichever way you want to do it. But don't be discouraged about the fact that you might that things might change. And also, don't be discouraged that. It might be a slow process because there's a lot of people with podcast who want to have podcasts out there. But it's a beautiful thing because you know what? Maybe if even if I we only have we have about 63 subscribers now. If that's all we stay with, but if only 10% of those 10% of those subscribers are listening, six people, that's still six people listening to our voice, you know? So don't be don't be discouraged by the slow burn that is gonna be. But do it the way you want to do it, but be willing to be willing to change with with the time because your show will you'll not only will you grow as a person, your your show will start growing as a as a, as a podcast. No, you're you're absolutely right. right. So we talked about podcasting, and we talked about you know what you and Zeno do to get things going, your schedule and everything. So I wanted to kind of pivot and ask about. Because doing podcasts can be taxing when it comes to family because time and all that stuff. So how how supportive has your family been as far as helping push you to what did Easy call it? He called it a this is like a hobby on steroids, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how does uh, that feel into your family dynamic? You know what, man? At least with the only the beautiful thing about my, my family is it's really it's as you know, um, you're the man of the house, but you don't run things because you're married. So, <laughs> so, so the beautiful right. thing is, you know, she's honestly, it's just as long as my wife is cool with it, it's cool. And you know what? It, she's so supportive. She really is. That's the beautiful thing about it. You do have to have a, a great partner in life, right? And yeah, like you said, this is just a hobby on steroids, but it's, it's something fun that I enjoy doing. And the thing that, um, it, 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 it's so funny when I when I when I told her I was like yeah I was like you know like I was talking to Zeno because she knew Zeno she knew Zeno before I did uh, she was like I was talking to Zeno and you know we were talking I was like maybe doing a podcast and then I was like I was like yeah look at him he's like sending me a bunch of stuff about you know how podcasts started you know I mean I was I was just saying that you know and on the fly you know I don't I don't think we're serious and then and then I was like hey he actually wants to try to see if we can record a podcast she was like I was like would you like it if I did a podcast she was like. If you get all the subscribers on YouTube and start making money, of course I would. You go ahead and do your podcast. So she's cool with it, man. She knows that on Thursday, if I uh, usually it's on Thursday. That's usually when we record. I'll be like, hey, uh, Zeno and I want to record. She's like, all right, that's cool. And then, you know, she'll keep the kids to the side or whatever. Like right now, she has them in the living room, you know, hanging out with them. You know, she's spending their time. And also, the good thing about the, the, the thing with my wife is that since she's a night nurse, it works for her schedule for her to be able to spend some time with the kids without me because it's a little you know you know you like you like having your time with your with your with your kids you have a i know you have a girl right two girls 
two girls, two beautiful girls, right? So I know you have two beautiful girls. You love spending time with them. There's the, there's the, there's a beautiful thing about you spending time with them, your wife spending time with them, then y'all both spending time with them. You know, you spending time yeah. with just one, you spending time with just the other. You know what I mean? Like, so you, she, her getting those opportunities is also a thing that's something that she enjoys. So she gets to spend time with them or whatever. And then, you know, it's just, um, it, it, it's, it's great to have that support. You have to have that support. Um, it is just a hobby, right? We're not we're not making money off this, but we enjoy it, you know. And then, yeah. like I said, even if it's only six people that are listening to it, you don't want to disappoint those six people. You want to give them the, the you want to give them their their product, you know. So it, yeah. it's it, it's great to have that family support, and I do have that 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 support from my wife, so it's a good thing. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and ask you a a, a question if you don't mind. You know, I'm a, I'm a podcaster, so we both, you know. How is it with you? Like, what what's the? Uh, uh, is there any obstacles that you guys have to face with? Because um, I know your girls are a little bit older than mine. Because my my kids are are only four. I know yours are a little bit older. What's the obstacles that you guys have to face with? Especially considering the fact that there's six hosts in your show. You know. Yeah, and you just spoke to the the biggest one is getting all of us together at one time at a certain time is a big one. Um. So with my with my family, they they know that we well. So Tuesdays has been the faithful night that we recorded. Whether we were doing live radio before we became like a, I guess you said YouTube show, they know that Tuesday is around eight o'clock. You know, dad and husband is busy at that point. They're very they're very supportive of that. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you got that time, but when you're done, we need you to do this, 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 <laughs> and this. So it's already lined up afterwards. But I never get any slack. Um, as a matter of fact, I was going to say that some ideas about things that we should talk about or just like things we should touch on, my wife will be in my ear about that. You should do this. Or she'll send me articles and stuff like that. So it's little things like that to let you know, okay, she understands where I'm trying to do and where I'm coming from. And it's it, it's little things like that to let me know that I have their support. So that's a, that's a big thing. And then the other part is getting everybody together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, but that's that's their schedule, right? And all that. Yep. Uh, that's a beautiful thing you said about your wife, though. You know what that makes me re- makes me know, though. That means your wife one is a fan of your opinions, and two, she also knows that there's things that you sh- you have a good voice on. So that's that's a beautiful thing to hear that you, that your wife um, tells you what to. It's also her telling you what to do because that's what they got to do. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 facts. So for any guys out there who are watching this, who you aren't married, just know that she may say that or even if you're not married and you're in a relationship and she's telling you it's okay you make the decision it means she's already made the decision for you already so this is the thing that cracks me up one time like i was watching something right i was watching a show or something like that where it was it was about a woman telling her girlfriend you know a woman's goal or, or your goal as a wife as a good wife as a good girlfriend is to change your man for the better Right, uh, but it, it, and I forgot what it was, and I'm also I'm also paraphrasing. It wasn't exactly like that, but basically that was the gist of it. It was like it was like you're gonna make your man better, right? And it's up to you to make sure to make him better. And then I was looking around at my clothes. I was like, I just realized something because you know we were both watching the show. I was like, the way I'm dressed, did you change me? And then she was like, No, not at all. And I busted out laughing. I was like, yo, she literally finessed me, man. She changed me, but she changed me for the better. So so listen, if there's guys out there that don't know, man, 
a good woman will change you for the better, you know? It is. It's all, it's all for the better. So when you find yourself, you know, dressing better and, you know, your haircut looks a little bit better, you can uh, thank your wife or your girlfriend, you know. Hey, man, I'll tell you right now, though, she can talk about the crap she wants, but me shaving, man, that's still a problem. That, that, that's still something I struggle with. So I'm going to the barber to get that done. No, nah, she'll she put up with it. You know, it's the full package. Yeah. So we're talking <laughs> to our man, our man Zeus, all right? Zeus is from the podcast called ZZ Talk. It's him and our man Zeno, all right? So the episodes come out, we're going to say bi-weekly at this point? Yeah, So bi-weekly. They are on YouTube. Search for ZZ Talk with Zeus and Zeno, or you can search for ZZ Talk Features. And they're also available now on podcasts. So all the podcast providers are available. Just search for the ZZ, Z, uh, the ZZ Talk Podcast with Zeus and Zeno, all right? So that's Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, you can find them on there. I guarantee you that it's worth your time. Please check them out. All right, so Zeus, I wanted to pivot real quick. We've been talking about podcasts and we got into you know a little bit about our family life and everything. So I wanted to uh, talk to you about your favorite team behind you, the Falcons, real quick. So you, like I, we're both fans of teams who perennially, I mean, yeah, we've had some success recently, but overall, the Saints and Falcons aren't, maybe now, but we did a lot of losing. So we both had our fair share of disappointment. So what keeps you coming back every year? And I don't say that sarcastically as much as I dislike the Falcons, <laughs> but I'm just saying, in general, what keeps you coming back? Uh, the one thing that uh, I think every Falcons fan wants, obviously, is this, the one thing you guys got back in, what, 2007, I believe? Uh, that, that, that championship ring. You want 9-2009. Yep. You want that ring. You yep. want that, that title, You know, especially considering the fact that, you know, you were so damn close. For three quarters, we had it, you know? For three quarters, right we had there. it. And, and the, the craziest the craziest thing to me that I always hear is Falcons never trailed that game, and we lost. That's facts. When you trailed, the game was over. Yeah, exactly. So it was like when when that happened, we, we never trailed that game. Like the trail, we trailed the game. Guess what? That's it. At that time, it was over. But um, – but it's that ring. But honestly, for me, man, honestly, this is the thing that it, it's it's one. It's your love of of your city, right? Um, I know you got. I know. I know you. You're obviously a big New Orleans Saints fan, um, but I know you got love for Atlanta, right? You uh, for Atlanta, the city, because you yes. grew up here. I don't. Did you meet your wife here? Uh, I did. I did. How your kids and your kids are born here, so. So yep. you got to love for Atlanta, right? I love my city, man. I was born in Dallas, Texas, but I came here in 1990 when I was around four or five. Um, and and I just, I, I love Atlanta. Atlanta's my home. I don't know if I even want to move. Uh, my wife is always talking about wanting to go down to Tampa just because she has friends down there and she's Dominican, so she loves the beach. And, you know, so she's like, get close to the beach. I was like, first of all, I don't know if I want to move to a place that, hurricane season comes around and you might have to, uh, you know, you might have to leave like almost every year. I know, I obviously, I know uh, in New Orleans that that was just a, a, what's it called? That was one of those times where it just was so bad that y'all had to, you know, evacuate, but it's yeah. not every year where he's in Tampa. I'd have to leave almost every single day. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to yeah. be there. Every, every year is not a category five hurricane. Yeah, exactly. Know, so. But, uh, but, you know, I love Atlanta. So honestly, that, 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 that love that you have for one, your city, and then two, it's just you you grow an affinity for this team so much so that, honestly, man, I'm going to tell you, so many of my life events, I remember them 
based off of the Falcons um, seasons. So okay. I'm not even I'm not even BSing you. You ask me like ask me when did you meet your wife? I'll look back. I'll think back. I was like that was the year 2012 because that was the year we went to the NFC Championship against the San Francisco 49ers. I met her in November of that year, so November 2012. That means that also allows me to know because I graduated after that season from college. I know I graduated in 2013. I know my <laughs> I know I was married right before the 2016 season, and I know my kids were born right after the 2016 season. You know, because uh, my kids were born. Uh, they were due May, but they were born in March because they. They, they were twins, so they came up premature. But I know, like, so many events in my life I know around the Falcon seasons. So it's just, you, you, there, there's just something, there's just some affinity that you end up having for a certain sport. And, and, and for a lot of people, it's football. I know for you, it's football uh, as yep. well, right? It's New Orleans. Yep. But there's some people that have the same thing for, like, basketball, the same thing for, um, for, you know, for other, other sports. It's just, you have a certain type of, it's a type, a belonging yeah because you be- you know what i mean you belong to something you belong to the new orleans saints fandom i belong to the atlanta falcons fandom you know it might not be the great the the i i don't know if, how you guys feel in new orleans about other fans in new orleans like if y'all feel they're fair weathered i feel like a lot of falcons fans are fair weathered but that's because there's a lot of people who just can't suck up the disappointment that you have to oh. suck up as a, as a falcons fan saints fans are crazy people by the way insane yeah 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 so so it's just it's just it's it, that's the biggest thing that uh about about just you just go with love for it man it's and, and you know what it took me a while to get there I, I didn't grow up watching football i actually all the high school i never watched football i didn't start watching football until i clicked it on around 2008 i started watching football and then i was okay. like you know what i like this sport and then i was like but you know what if i'm gonna watch this sport I'm going to have to go for a team. And I'm not about to be one of these people that I start watching. So I have a friend who started watching football in the New Orleans. Guess who who was big at the time? New England. So guess who he's a fan of? New England. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no, you, I was like, I was raised here. I'm going to, I'm going to go for my city. Little did I know that ride is going, is a painful ride. It's a painful ride, but that man, but when we get that ring, man, it's going to be worth it. I know damn well you felt that. You guys were riding man. that uh, riding that train, and then when you got that ring, I know you guys uh, you guys felt it, and that's the one thing that I want. It's the great. It's I was gonna say it's the the okay. It's the greatest sports feeling I ever had. But my answer is gonna surprise you that winning the Super Bowl is the most awesome thing because I never thought I'd see it like us making it there, much less winning the thing. But yeah. for for me, the biggest moment was actually knowing we were going when we beat the Vikings. That knowing we were going, I almost was more ecstatic the fact that we got there than. I felt like okay, we got there. Not that that was the end, but I mean, I was I was a crazy person knowing <laughs> we were going, like because yeah. I never figured it would ever happen. You know, I yeah, was just yeah, been happy. Then, at, that, yeah. at that point, it's just one game. Like I said, it was just one. It was one game. There was one game. See, damn it, Ugh. damn Falcons. Man. Was a, that was a legit question. I wasn't trying to. No, uh, you I know, know you were. I know. Look. It, it, <laughs> This is how you would probably feel if y'all had lost that game. Like, it's just like you love your team. And that the saddest part to me is the fact is that was one of the greatest offensive offenses in like in the current history. But you don't got that ring. It's the same thing like New England doesn't matter how many times they said they had a perfect season. No, they didn't because they they lost the one game, you know. Yep. It's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, 
you having the offense that you had, MVP season for Mara, it doesn't matter because you didn't win the ring. That's the that's the only problem. It's one game out of a 18, 19 week season, and that's the only game that really matters. It changes the whole narrative of how you look at the not just the franchise, but if you continued on where you were going in that Super Bowl, you're beating like the model team, but you're not just beating them, you you're beating them down. You're humbling yeah. them in front of everybody. And you're sort of saying, okay, we're, we're about to be here for years. Like we're about to, this is the best team. We're beating them and we're about to go on a run. And it changes the whole narrative of things. And that's the crazy thing about sports. And I was going to ask you, you know, would you say that looking at the Falcons and losing that game, does that change like the, that changes the legacy of a bunch of people, right? Like it changed, Dan Quinn's probably still here if you win that game. Oh, Matt definitely. Ryan is is looked at more. Okay, yeah, he won the MVP and everything, but he's looked at as more of that really in the elite of elite if he wins that game. And it just pushes and, the whole franchise in a totally different direction, right? And honestly, San Francisco losing the Super Bowl would not have been as exciting to me if if Kyle Shanahan had um, not. Because I honestly, out of anybody, I, you have to have your Huckleberry. And honestly, Kyle Shanahan is my Huckleberry. I blame him 100% for the – I mean, I blame other people. Obviously, Dan Quinn should have had the balls to be like, look, you – you like, hey, you going to be gone next year. I'm not – I want to have a ring on, you know, in the in the building. It's like, run the ball, you know. Like, there's a lot of people who could have said run the ball. But uh, so I put, but I blame Kyle Shanahan more than anybody. Um, and I root for him. But then, honestly, if if – they hadn't if we hadn't lost this man, I would have been like, man, I hope Kel Shanahan gets his second ring. You know, good for you, man. You got us one. You should get yeah. yourself one. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and then I think the problem is honestly, there'd be no first of all to me, I don't know how you feel um as a as an unbiased football fan, how you feel about Matt Ryan. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I really do. But now because he didn't get that ring, there's that question. There's that question, right? I'm like, yo, this dude literally is. He's the Dan Marino of his time, honestly. Uh, it, 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 just because he did, he didn't win that ring. If he had won the ring, there'd be no question. He's in the Hall of Fame, regardless. You know. So, like you said, it changed that narrative. Doesn't change the narrative for Julio Jones. You know, Julio Jones is a shoe in no, for, for the Hall of Fame, gone. right? Yeah, he's gone regardless. Yeah. But but yeah. even then, like, can you imagine? It's 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 a travesty that Randy Moss doesn't have a, a Super Bowl ring. It's a travesty that Tony Gonzalez never got one. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's gonna be a travesty if Julio Jones never gets a Super Bowl ring, you know. It's just like it's just these kind of players that you, they Barry Sanders never get one, you know. Yep. It's just one of those things. Like, how did you guys never get one? How did you guys, you guys being the greatest that you are, you know? Yeah, it, it's it's crazy the way that that pans out. And so it's funny that you mentioned that while we we're mentioning the Falcons is that Easy and I were having a conversation, not on the air, just talking, and. He, he texted me and asked me, he said, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? I said, I don't know, man. I mean, he's been very solid. And then he showed me his stats. And then I was like, oh, shit. He is a Hall of Famer. The mm-hmm. only thing that would happen is the ring would push him way over the top. But, yeah, he's a Hall of he, Based on the criteria, he's a Hall of Famer on what quarterbacks have been getting in on. Yeah, and I'll say one thing that he had that that like Drew Brees has that Matt Ryan never that hasn't had is a consistently good team. Yeah, yeah, I went those three years of seven and nine, but other than that, Sean Payton has kept you guys in the run 
right, for the majority of his. I think I think he's only had what four losing seasons or five losing seasons at the most. Yeah, I can I, I can go to my memory banks here and name them off. So we had a losing season in 07. Um, are we counting nine win, nine winning seasons? Like when we finished eight and eight, or we're just saying losing season? Losing seasons. Okay, so 07, 12, 15, 16, 14, 15, 16. So five. Five so, losing seasons. But all the other seasons, man. Yep, yep. Four I mean two what two years y'all made it to the NFC championship in the last four or three or something like that? What was it? The last four y'all made it to yeah, the so NFC championship? Yeah, three we've been to three NFC championship games, one title, um, seven division titles. Um, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like the good thing, if Drew Brees had never won that ring, honestly, he'd still be assured to the Hall of Fame because he's also had a lot of winning seasons. That's the problem is Matt Ryan has also been on a lot of teams that have had – so he came out the box five straight winning seasons, right? Then he had two losing seasons and Mike Smith got fired. Dan Quinn came in, eight and eight. Then Dan Quinn came in. He made it to the MVP. He became the MVP, went to the Super Bowl. Uh, then the season after that, we were the only team out of the out of the 2016 playoff teams that went back to the uh, to the playoffs in 2017. And then we had these last. Three this close? Season. We talked about like it, a Julio catch away. You was this close to almost going back. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was I I was so mad at Julio Jones because I'm like, yo, bro, you're the goat. If that thing touches your, I don't care if it touches your fingertips. You catching that ball, that's you're the goat. I, I don't give a damn that there was a guy holding hanging on to it. He thought he was a super the superman his superman drape because he was hanging on to the back of him. I don't care. That ball touches your hands, you come you you got it. We're going to the we're going at least we're going to the I mean if we play if the Minnesota you're Vikings probably play the going same back to the Super you're probably Bowl, it's going going be a rematch, back. you know? Yeah, you know, but oh well. And like you said, Dan Quinn would still be here. Sarkeesian would still be here, honestly. And then I mean, I'm a t- the ring yeah. changes everything because in that in if you talked about Sean Payton in that little three year stretch where we were just the worst kind of bad, which is mediocre, not too bad for a draft pick, not good enough for the playoffs. Yeah, he probably would have been fired in like 2015. But the ring gives you equity. It's like, no, nah, we're sticking with this dude because we know he can do it. We yeah, can stick with. Yeah, and then guess what? He he like so many times you guys have almost gone back, you know. And of course, my heart's racing uh, during that time period because I'm like, wait, like I got mad. I'm so. So this year was the worst of uh, of of it all because I was like, do I want Tom Brady to win, or do I want the New Orleans Saints to get to the NFC Championship? And I was like, you know what, that Green Bay gonna handle them. So I want I want Green Bay to. I was like I was like, I want Tampa to knock them out. I was like, yeah. And then Tampa goes, and then I was like, yo, Green Bay, what the hell y'all do? I was like, all right, it's all right. Kansas City's gonna take care of them. And then nope, that doesn't happen. And if you guys check out when when. 16 went on to our uh, onto the Z oh. talk show. We made some pred- bold ass predictions. We were wrong as hell. Oh. Like we were there talking about how Tam Brady's gonna have the worst, the most lopsided loss of his entire Super Bowl career. Man, we were so wrong about that. So wrong. Oh. I, I was wrong about uh, uh, Matthews getting that uh, uh, Tyron Tyron Matthews. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Honey Badger. Honey, Honey Badger. Badger. I was right about Honey yeah. Badger getting that uh that pick, even though the referees decided to take it away from him. Oh, I I, I tanked them Super Bowl picks so hard. I mean, <laughs> I, that was man, I was so off on everything. I'm like, yeah, Bray's gonna get his behind whoop. 
the Chiefs are going to dominate, and it just didn't turn out like that. And that's the thing nope. about predictions. Nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. They just kind of, you know, put it out there and hope that whatever you came up with is what actually happens, and that is not what happened. That's what it was. It was hope- we were hopeful that uh, Tom Brady was going to lose, but nope. Yeah, it didn't nope. It didn't work out that way because, I mean, that guy, well, don't even get me started on Tom Brady as far as, you know, the guy comes in the division and, you know, we sweep him in the regular season and then he gets us when it really counts so yeah i felt that that was a gut punch that one hurt worse than the nolan no call and yeah that yeah uh, <laughs> we can we can pivot right against sports we're gonna start bringing bringing up more uh you know bad memories bad, back in bad here. memories yeah yes so um before we um get into don't add me i wanted to just um once again just kind of circle back into the, the podcast again so it's coming to the point now where we're going to be doing shows together so many times that, you know, it's almost like you're not even a guest on the show anymore. But in the aspect of someone who may be watching this for the first time, if you could just, I guess, describe. So somebody's sitting down, they're either watching YouTube or they're listening on Spotify to ZZ Talk. What can they expect when they hear you and Zeno having your conversations breaking your show down all right so so the tagline for zz talk is uh two normal guys that talk about everything and anything sports um pop culture and a heavy dose of politics right but the one thing that it is that that the biggest thing that we're doing is me and him are bringing in our unique experiences as people of color right and not only people of color but we have even within people of color we have different di- different experiences right Zeno yeah he's black but he's also from Africa so he's also bringing in the international um like perspective of things uh one one thing that I was telling you about because we were talking about uh maybe the podcast that we're the most proud of one of the podcasts that I'm uh that I really really felt like me and Zeno hit it really good was in um episode three and that actually happened to fall under the 9-11 uh memorial time and he gave me this 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 perspective that I had never heard before because at that time he wasn't even in the States. He wasn't a citizen yet. He was still living in, 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 um, I don't remember if he told me he was in South Africa or if he was in, um, uh, in Nigeria, he was in either one of those two. And his perspective of the international part that really, that really made me see, like, I was like, yo, there's people that, there's you got to think outside of national, a nationalistic point of view. you like, there's an international view in, he brought that in, so he's able to bring that in with not only with 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 some some stuff like that that's global, but he's also able to bring it in his with with when we discuss about certain things. You know, um, one of the first big things that we talked about is representation in the media. You know, um, I said after after Endgame and after Kamala Harris, after Endgame, my daughter would never. And even a little bit before that, but my daughter would never have to look for a movie, desperately look for a movie where a woman is not represented, where where women of color are not represented. Still waiting, and I know it's going to happen pretty soon for a Latina uh, woman uh, superhero to come out. And I know that's up in the horizon because I believe, uh, I forget which one it is, but somebody's coming. So when she gets older, she's always going to grow up with a woman hispanic woman superhero man how much did we struggle to find find 
you know, people of color to be oh superheroes, right? We had Shaquille right. O'Neal as steel, maybe, you know. And, and, okay. <laughs> so, but now, now, you know, we have all these other different characters. So, but we're able to bring in that perspective of how important that is for us, you know, how important that is for me as a person of color, how important that is for Zeno as a person of color. So we're able to do that with that. We're able to, you know, um, we talked about the fact that the the Oscars created these, uh, it was so funny. He, he was reading it off and he was like, while he was reading, he was like, man, I should have done this before we started recording. But anyways, he was reading it off and he, and it was basically that they, they included these categories that people of color, basically to help people of color get nominated. Right. And while as he was reading it off, we realized like, Oh, the Oscars is actually doing it right. Because they're like, it doesn't have to be just people in front of the screen, but in order to be nominated now, you have to have three categories that hit where you have people of color, right? And we realized, I was like, oh, no, this is about marketing. This is about, you know, you have to have somebody, if you, it was like, all right, it's an all-white cast because they're based in the 19, you know, and and ancient Greece. Doesn't matter. You still can have a, a marketer that's a, like a Hispanic marketer, Asian, Black, you know. You can have costume designer be Asian, Hispanic, you know what I mean? Like, so when we were talking about that, we realized of how important that is, but there could be a person who is listening to that and doesn't realize like, oh, it makes sense why they're doing it because it's important to these guys because they're realizing there's more opportunities for people to be able to, to be successful in these in, in, this, in this industry. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're able to bring in this type of perspective. That's the biggest thing that we're able to do is bring in our unique experience. Like I said, even I'm unique. My mother and my father are both immigrants, different parts of the immigration cycle, meaning, you know, documented, undocumented, you know, speaking, learning English, not unable to learn English, you know, you know what I mean? Like uh, my, my father is upper middle class. My mother and I grew up lower middle class, well, lower working class or, or high working class, whatever you want to call it. So it's just like, even then I'm able to bring these different types of experiences to demographics, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Class. Um, whatever you know middle class because we're both both him and i are middle class but also i came from working class some might even say poor you know so it's just like able to bring in these different perspectives i think that's also that's very important and it's just something that that i'm very proud of that me and him can bring these two different yeah we're both two people of color but we're two different people at the same time and that's the the, that's the thing that's the short answer (laughs) no it went on for a little bit no, it's it's all good. Uh, that's that's what we want in these aftermath interviews is elaborate answers. The the, the platform is set to give those yeah. elaborate answers and explain that. And you know, just to say, it's it's like ZZ Talk is a show where you get like I know I call us a hip hop variety show, but your show is a variety sh- show too. It's like you got a menu of items, and there's something there for everybody. So the politics section, okay. Maybe you might be politic out. Okay, fine. But they got an entertainment section where you can get your, you know, entertainment news. I mean, you guys have been reviewing the Marvel shows that have been on Disney Plus. So don't sell yourself short. There's plenty yeah. there, you know, that you guys are doing and doing good work. And I know your audience is growing and continuing to push out good content. And that's the point, you know. And again, I just have to say that, you know, I'm proud of the fact that we're like brother shows, you know, like we're to me it's like we're connected you know like we're we're totally connected in what we're doing and hopefully we'll, what we do as a unit it's just better for everybody and 
I have a feeling there's gonna be like a like an Arrowverse um, crossover one of these days where, like, you got to check out the radio show for part one and come to ZZ Talk for part two because it's just gonna be one of those things where we're just gonna we're gonna cross over because we're gonna be talking about something big or something you know or or just just something fun you know so I know it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, definitely. And then we still been trying to put that together, but we got to get y'all on when we got everybody. We we were trying to put together bring bring a friend night. In this case, for you. You know, for Zeus and Zeno, it would be bring bring our friends night and have everybody <laughs> come over and just clown together. So, um, real quick before we get into these, uh, don't add me questions, Zeus. Just put out there again where you can be found online. You know, social media, the whole nine yards. Let's put that out there. You know, let people know. So you know what I was just thinking about this. We actually have we have to create. We have we don't have a specific. Um, social media platform just yet for the show uh we don't have like a twitter for zz talk we don't have a instagram we need to get on those uh we will get on those uh we also there's an email but i don't i can't remember off the top of my dome how to sign in so i've been wanting to do an email thing too where i send people out you know tell them hey email us suggestions email us you know uh, responses maybe you want to we can read your responses or whatnot so that's coming but for right now Definitely check us out wherever podcasts are found. Definitely check us out on YouTube. Um, check ZZ Talk with Zeus and Zeno. I would suggest put all of that in the search title for, um, especially on YouTube, just because if you put ZZ Talk, ZZ Top comes up, yeah. which is funny because honestly, the idea of the show, the name of the show actually came to me from that. I was like, I thought of ZZ Talk and I was like, oh, ZZ Top, that's pretty cool. And I've actually <laughs> told Zeno that at the very beginning, like you were talking about, like things change, right? I was yep. like, you know what we should do? We should do a logo with the silhouette of our, of our faces, but we have hats and a long beard on there like if it was easy, easy top. But I was like, nah, I want to do that because maybe somebody will think that we're trying to copyright somebody so or copyright infringe somebody. But but look us up on YouTube, ZZ Talk with um, Zeus and Zeno. That's Z-E-U-S and Z-I-N-O. We're on podcasts where uh, all podcasts can be found. ZZ Talk with Zeus and Zeno the same way. Please like and subscribe to us. Keep our platform growing. We really do enjoy bringing out these contents. Uh, and then the one thing that I will point out is you'll get the podcast, so you'll get the actually show that we, you know, where we talk about our stuff. Um, you'll get that for sure on the podcast. But the YouTube, we also do want to have YouTube exclusive content. And one of the reasons being is it's because it's timely. What we do is we do reviews of of. We're big MCU fans. That was one of the big things that we first started off the show. Um, there's episode one where we talk about it, but unfortunately I don't recommend it just because the audio was horrible. Uh, it ended up being very bad audio, but, but we, I think we're going to revisit that, that particular topic that we talked about kind of to bring it back full circle uh, during the one year anniversary. So we might do that, but, uh, but we also have, but currently we do, we did the, we did the reactions to, um, to WandaVision right now. We're doing the reactions to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier we might be able to get to do a reaction of, you know, when the movies start coming out, both kind of, uh, I'm kind of iffy on the going back to theaters, but I might be willing to do it for Black Widow. Uh, eh, but right now we're also doing, we're also going to do the ones for Loki and the different types of MCU shows that come out. So we'll definitely have some YouTube content for you and we have some, um, some iPod content for you. So definitely check us out. Let us know what you think. Comment on our comment uh, as much as you want and let us know what you think of our show. How can we improve? And any any type of subscribe, any type of listeners are more than welcome, man. 
Um, all your info will be in the podcast description. Also, stick it in here as well, uh, you know, so people can see that and make sure and check y'all out. And if you wanted to see more of our banter, because, you know, ZZ Talk and the radio show have hooked up a couple times, they're available. Uh, we got the aftermath with them, and then we also went on to ZZ Talk and had a great conversation right before the Super Bowl. And I got to apologize because my audio was terrible on that. So, Zeno, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you were editing the show. I'm sorry that my audio was terrible. That will never happen again. I will make sure that that doesn't happen. But there's a lot of more to come from this collaboration between ZZ Talk and the radio show. This is going to go on. As long as we have in the run on both ends, it's going to keep happening yeah. over and, and over. And every show has been fun, man. Every show has been fun. And honestly, after that, first, so we knew each other. I already knew that you were cool. You know, um, like I said, that background is a little suspect. But, uh, you know, you've always been cool. And I, I knew that me and you got along. Like I said, I got along. I didn't know your brother, but once we got on that show, man, once we got that first episode, man, it was like magic. I was like, oh, these are podcast brothers, man. Podcast brothers. That's exactly out. what it is. ZZ Talk with the radio show is going to come out one of these. Uh, that's still going to be the title. Coming one out. of these days. ZZ Talk with the radio show. Oh, it's happening. It's definitely happening. So, all right. So, Zeus, like I said, it's always a pleasure. You know, anytime we get together, it's always great. So, now we're going to have a little bit of fun. I got, all you right. know, our famous segment on the aftermath. I've been, itching for, I've been itching to do one of these, man. I love I love these the first time. I've been itching to do one of these. All right. So, we're just going to jump right in it. And I'm going to just, you know, mess with the people that's listening. Like, come on, man. If you clicked on this, you know what Don't At Me is. I don't need to describe it. You know what this is. Just a way to get to know the guest even better. All right. So, all right. So you answered him too, person. though, right? Yeah, I am too. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, streaming services. With ads, without ads. Without ads. Don't at me. Matt, look. Pandora tricked me, and I know that's not a streaming service, right? But Pandora yep. offered me the opportunity to do ad-free, and I'm like, I don't listen to Pandora that much. Maybe here and there when I go on, when I get in the car, you know. But I work from home, so I'm not driving that much. Man, I did it. You know, the 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 no ads. Man, yep. I, man I've been paying. I've been paying five ninety nine for for that right now. The only reason I got Hulu with ads is because I get it through my phone company. But I guarantee you, once once if I leave them, I'm going ad-free. Uh, it, 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 no ads, man. I don't. I don't watch some Hulu shows just because I'm. Like, I don't feel like dealing with these ads. All right. So okay. So I, okay. So for me, it's kind of okay. So streaming services. So for music, it's definitely no ads. Like I've been a Spotify user for about the last two years now. I had Amazon before them. Um, no, I do not want commercials with my music. I just want to play my albums or playlists with no issues. Now, on the flip side depending on what it is like, I don't mind the Hulu with ads. The little 45 seconds doesn't bother me. It ain't worth the extra four bucks on that. I'm cool with it. That's the chance for me to go run and do something else real quick. <laughs> so if it's a two part answer on this one for music, absolutely ad free for TV, eh, you know, if I save a couple of bucks and there's just a few ads I can deal with. Like I said, uh, it's free through my phone service. So it's, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm sticking with the no ads. <laughs> nice. All right, Zeus, here's the next one. Chicken tenders or chicken nuggets? Chicken tenders, don't at me. Ah, from where? Where, where are you getting them from? Oh, yo, if we're going to Zaxby's, I'm getting me some chicken oh, tenders. Oh, Zaxby's. Wayne, uh, wings and Things have chicken tenders, right? Wings yeah, and wings Things. And things. Ch wings and Things, chicken tenders. Uh, 
How about some restaurants and I'll tell you if I'll get chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. Um, let's see, who else has tenders and nuggets? Hmm. Well, shit. I know McDonald's Popeyes. does, but I don't do McDonald's, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, Popeye's had something like, they had nuggets, they had like boneless wings, and then they had tenders, but that might be one of them. Um, who else has tenders? Does Wendy's have tenders? No, they don't, but I think Burger King, you know what Burger King has? That I would, I still choose over chicken nuggets. Chicken they fries? Chicken fries, yeah, those are, those okay. are bomb. So chicken tenders, man, chicken tenders don't have me. What, what, what's up with you? Um, Chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. Uh, for me, it's chicken. It's I, I, well, you can't go wrong with either one. But for me, man, no. if I'm sitting down and I can eat, uh, you know, the nugget meal from Chick Fil A with some of that barbecue sauce, so yeah, I'm gonna go chicken nuggets on that one for me. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. What's more annoying, having to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night or waking up right before your alarm goes off? Oh, having to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Don't have me. Uh. That is that is annoying. For me, it's waking up right before your alarm goes off. Because the caveat with having to go during the middle of the night is you might wake up and you probably got maybe six more hours to sleep depending on when you wake up. There is no comparison to waking up 15 minutes before that alarm is about to go off. That is a that is a depressing feeling. <laughs> the reason I would say the bathroom part mask is man, you know how many times I'm lazy and I'm like, I'm like. Hey, you know what? I can wait till the morning. I'm, I'm just gonna go to yeah. sleep. Uh, uh, I was like, I just don't. I just hope I don't have a dream about a waterfall. And, but with, with the with the 15 minutes, I just treated it as a snooze button. So I was like, all right, whatever. Alarm's about to go off in 15 minutes. I'm hitting snooze again, anyways. So I'm just gonna keep doing it. Now that just gives me the opportunity to snooze twice versus just one time. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right, I ain't gonna ask you on that one. All right, all right. Here's the next one. Who's a, the most evil villain? The Joker or Thanos? The Joker, don't at me. Okay, I'm gonna agree with you on that one and say it's the Joker. And the reason why I think neither one of us picked Thanos is because Thanos had a plan where he wanted to eliminate half of the population and then he was stopping from there. He wasn't gonna kill anybody else after that. He had his mission to do what he needed to do in that one. The Joker could just decide he don't like what, what shirt you're wearing and he'll just take you out. Yeah. Thanos, the problem, the Thanos thought, Thanos thought he was a, a prophet. He thought he had a mission, a divine mission to, to create balance. And remember, he talked about uh, Gamora's planet, right? Uh, about how uh, people, there's no starving, there's no starvation. People only know full bellies, you know, yada, yada, all that stuff. So he felt that it was his divine duty to do that. But he wasn't doing it for his own self need, despite the fact that it really was for his own narcissistic need. Yep. But like you said, he stopped. The Joker's like to kill, he just like to mess with people. That was, he got yep. off of that. He that had no his. goal. He had now, no goal. Don't, don't get me wrong now. If we were having an all time team of people who need to get punched in the face, Thanos is on that list. So oh, we're not Thanos trying to say that. Thanos get it yep. first, because that might be half of my family that, that's gone. Yep. Where he's with the Joker, I was like, I have a good opportunity killing you versus, you know, you, you only go kill one of us, you might not kill all 10 of us at the same time, you know? Yes. That's a good one. All right. Here's the last one here. We're about to see what type of person Zeus is with this one. All right. For Zeus, when you're in the store, will you use the 10 items or less line when you have more than 10 items? Are you that guy? 
How many more items? That's important. That's an important caveat. Well, technically, if you're going by the rule, it should be no more than them. Now, if you got 12, no, I don't think the cashier is going to look at you funny. But 15, 16, a whole cart full. There's a threshold. I will say this, depending on the size of the items, too. But if it's more than 14 or 15, uh, uh, I, 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 I won't use the, the I won't use the 10 items or less. Don't at me. All right, so for me, I'm, I am I got a lot of rebel ways about me. But one thing that I stick to, and this just happened to me in the store the other day, I'm counting my items to make sure I'm good enough to go in there. And I had 11, and to me that was acceptable enough to go into 10 items or more. So I would say, yeah. yes, I have, don't at me, but I'm not going that much further over 10. Like 12 is about my limit on, on that. And you said a mouthful when you said it depends on the size of the items, because if you put in like a bunch of like, you know, like, if you got like two things of Coke, you know, like you're getting like two packages packages of Coke, somebody might not frown on you as much as if you got several different items or whatever. That yeah, make up the, there's a bunch of big items. Like I was like, yo, that's like 15 lotions that you got on there for some reason. Yeah, you know, come on. Yeah, I, yeah, together. not not doing that. Hold on, didn't you uh, didn't you get like chewed out because you talked about your wife's? Uh, so I've been meaning to tell you this. You know, <laughs> you said your wife. You, you, you were making fun of the fact that your wife likes to put them a certain way? Yes. I'm not going to lie, dog. I do that. Not only do I do you that. do it. I do. I do. I put them on a certain way. I want all my box items at the very front. So that way, when they're put in, you're able to put as many box items in one bag that they can properly fit. After oh my that, the, like it's the bag items, like the vegetables and stuff. But you know what? I'm You know where I'm even worse? At Walmart. Because you know what I end up doing? Because you know how the Walmart... They got 30,000 different, uh, what's it called? 30,000 30, uh, cash boxes, but self-checkout was the only one that's always open. And yep. so when I do the self-checkout, I have it a particular way to, I flip all my damn items around. So that way I just use the gun and scan them around. And it's always oh like, it, and that's how I put them away. Like, oh I'm sorry. God. Hey, I know that wasn't the question, but don't at me. My head is about to explode. Because <laughs> <laughs> my kids phrase When I saw it. that episode, I was like, I gotta tell this man about this. Because she gave she gave me the business. Well, first, if you saw the episode, my co-host just gave me the business. All of them. And then my wife saw the clip and she was like, So there's <laughs> just like, and I'm like, Got to remember that people are watching this stuff. But yes, yeah, so she's, get 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 her to uh, get her to see this part, at least this part of the episode to see that she had. I have her back on that because I agree with it hundred percent. You're about to go on her list of people that she definitely <laughs> is gonna be liking on that one when she sees I'll that. Say, I'll send you guys the address for the Christmas card. <laughs> that is funny. But I tell you what was all good was playing Don't Have Me with our man Zeus from ZZ Talk on the aftermath. Man, Zeus. It's crazy, man. This is not how this was intended. Not saying that I, we don't love hanging out and talking, but it was supposed to be one thing and end up being another. But I appreciate you being like here, available, and as usual, being an awesome guest and an awesome conversation, man. I definitely appreciate you, man. Hey, man, look, in order to be an awesome guest, you have to have an awesome host, man. You've always been good, man. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now, man, there's one thing that I think about and I'm like, man, I really, really wish that this becomes like your real profession i know it's a hobby right now and i know you that's the goal man i really do because you you really you have an affinity for it you have a passion for it you really do you have a passion for uh for just for talking uh on the on your shows you know but also when you you have a really good man you you are so good at hosting man you really are 
So, man, I really hope that uh, that happens for you. Because, one, if it happens for you, that also means that you're bringing us along the way. Absolutely. You know this. That's the first call I'm making, man. Of course. Hey, man. I appreciate the kind words. And I feel the same way about what you and Zeno do. Please, y'all, make sure and subscribe to the ZZ Talk podcast. We're going to have all their information available so you can find them on YouTube and all the podcast providers. Please show them some love. They're doing great content over there. There's somebody you should be listening to. Zeus, again, man, appreciate the time. And yeah, man, anytime, any day that y'all want to hook up and do anything, you know exactly where to find us. We're available for y'all anytime, any day, man. We appreciate it. Hey, man, we appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. So thank y'all for listening. Check out the radio show. Do all the stuff I asked you to do for ZZ Talk. Do for us, too. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch y'all soon. Later. All right. I hope you see this when you're when you're editing.